Hello and welcome to Extreme Tasting League Scotch Edition. I'm your host, Dave. I'm Perrin. And I'm playing with my cat. And my his, name is Cedius. His parents really hate him, and that's why he's named I'm Playing With My Cat. His license is really long. Yeah. I'm playing with my cat, Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Worst mafia name ever. <laughs> Inspires awe from your foes. <laughs> yeah. Well, we all know that one of the greatest elements in any battle is the element of surprise. Anyway, we have a returning guest who we've let out of the basement. Hi, uh, 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 it's Nate again, as you uh, as you may know me from the previous episode. And uh, Dave is doing things in in the order that I did not write them down in because he saw me write them down. I didn't see you write them down, but had he. This is the order he would have used. That is correct. You are, you are correct, sir. Well, Dave, ah. Dave has to make up for the fact that he hasn't been able to be an asshole in the last several shows. So yeah, when other than last or two weeks ago, when was the last time I was here? Uh, have I talked to you, you guys, since I uh, I went on my big trip? No, no, you haven't. Oh. It's, it's it's been a quarter. You've got a deep reservoir of assholishness to. To share. That, he, is, he, that he, is true. He just has a deep reservoir of yeah. holistness. It, 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 it's not a question of whether or not he's here. <laughs> yeah, it's, it doesn't, you know, go down. So, so where did you go on your big trip? Well, so... Dave's uh, big trip. <clears throat> well, I, I flew to Honolulu. Ooh. And I did a week in Honolulu. And then... Uh, Waikiki. Yeah, but, uh, and then... Poor thing. I know, I know. And then I went... This, this is where you'll really feel sorry for me. I went straight from Honolulu to Barrow, Alaska. Well, sorry for you. Isn't what I feel? It's Kyagvik. I'm I'm feeling a dark sense of glee, but that's because I'm not a good person, and I've learned to live with that. I have made a very similar trip, um, just in a very protracted, roundabout way. Um, there was a point in time in my life where I was quite literally married to the military. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, my, uh, my former spouse was a member of the Coast Guard. I spent four years in Juneau. Okay. And, and the, uh, the last week we were in Juneau, just for shits and giggles, I uh, got on a plane and, uh, and spent the night in Barrow. Um, what month was that? Uh, that was May. Okay. So it was spring-ish. Um, and, and I am I, ha, I do have the quotes out in spring um, where it was a balmy uh, if I'm, if I'm remember, remembering right um, with the wind at 50 some odd below okay uh, and here I am you know, and just to be a contrarian ass about it um, getting off the plane in a, a short sleeve Hawaiian shirt because that's where I was moving to, was Honolulu. <laughs> so you went in the right direction. Yeah, so I, I, went, I went Barrow, then I spent four years at Pearl Harbor. Nice. Um, and, and you were right to say, when you said Honolulu, well, Waikiki, yeah, because there, there, there is a market difference between the yeah. two. <clears throat> I was working in Honolulu, but I was, I was staying in Waikiki. And uh, then you worked in Ipkiagvik, Gesundheit, for how long? Uh, three days, two days. Okay, so yeah, it wasn't super long, but uh, the average temperature up in Barrow is nine degrees. It did not get that. Um, the it was negative. It did hit negative or it hit positive five once for a very short period of time. Um, but one of the neat things was just like how light it was the whole time. If you make winter is coming jokes there, do they punch you? Um, <clears throat> I mean, I, I didn't because it was really cold. Uh, just uh, curious. I mean, you know, it's one of those places where every car has one of those electric uh, oil heaters. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yep. um, there are outlets in front of pretty much every building so mm-hmm. that you can plug in your car. If they want you to leave. <laughs> well, and even then, most sites that's not enough to save you. Uh, a lot of them, they a lot of the cars just they just keep them running twenty four seven. Like they don't they don't lock their their cars. They don't turn them off. 
and they don't lock their houses mostly the businesses they lock but um, no it was a it was a real interesting time um, I flew from I flew from flew from Honolulu to Seattle spent the night in Seattle and Seattle to Anchorage Anchorage to uh, Purdue Bay to Barrow took a dog sled to Barrow no, I, there was a there was a seven thirty seven that yeah. flew right up there. Yeah, Alaska wow. Alaska Airlines flies you right straight to Barrow. Yeah, um, I mean, there's a it stops you slow down when they push you out. It stops in Purdue Bay for about an hour, and then and then it just move goes over. Um, and it does that that flight That's does a loop. It does two cycles a day, mm-hmm. and then uh, the second cycle goes straight from Barrow to Anchorage and skips uh, whatever the third stop is but yeah it just does a four flight cycle well I happen to know what we're drinking because because you looked I saw it and like, it's one of my favorite distilleries which is why I bought it yay it was the Morlock 12 hmm as opposed to the Eloy 12 mm-hmm he gets it not a whole lot of nose chalk I see where you're getting that. Could you hand me the uh, Nico coffee? wafers? I, I, uh, I, I won't go full chalk. I get a sweet here too. <laughs> God, my wife doesn't doesn't understand why I like Nico wafers. I don't either, but that's never stopped me. <laughs> I'm going to split the diff and say Smarty. Maybe not go full Nico wafer. Well, there's a good yeah. reason for liking Smarties. I mean, that's totally different. You can a very light fruit. Yes, I'm gonna say a pear. Yeah, I can see definitely a white fruit. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna get a citrus note, a touch of orange. Yeah, I am too. The predominant is I'm getting is pear though. I'm yeah, I'm still getting. A... Now it's moved into orange blossom for me. Yeah. That's that's what I would. Do. <coughs> I'm going to agree with the pear. I might even go so far as to say Asian pear. Ooh, dueling specificities. Well, yeah, yeah, I have to understand. I know you were a, a, a latecomer to the party from the uh, from the last episode, but I'm a you know, I'm a chef of 20 years. When you know, went to culinary school, and you know, at my at my highest point, I held the rank of uh, certified executive chef with the American Culinary Federation. So. Well, you know, most of uh, most of my experience has been on the you know, on the food side, not the drink side. Mm-hmm. But I, uh, but it, it, it really is interesting how you know some of the things that you learn in you know in, in the culinary mm-hmm. world can, uh, can oh, yeah. be easily applied. Oh yeah, uh, you know, you know, to uh, wine and spirits. Well, he is uh, Cedius is normally our our apple apple snot snob <laughs> snot. Whatever. Volcano does. Let's see. Honey crisper go home. <laughs> see, that's not always an accurate statement. I, I, I for a snacking apple, sure I like a honey crisp, but what did know. I do? <laughs> but you know, Granny Smith is, is, is good if you, if you want something and then opals are good and there's never a time for Granny Smith. You are wrong on pie. many levels. In a pie. One of which is in regards to your teacher. There is no such thing as a good apple pie. <gasps> Blasphemer! Other than the drink. Blasphemer! Good apple pie is a fine, fine thing. This is, um, aggressive. Very. I'm the, uh, I, uh, by, uh, to my palate, it's, it's almost Ooh. alkaline. It almost reminds me of putting my tongue in a nine volt. I can see that. Yeah, I see where you're going um, with that. Oh, that is some nice peat. There's yeah. There's definitely. Uh, it needs it needs four years. Mm-hmm. It needs four years, and this is this would be glorious. It is too rough. It is promising. Yeah, it's it's too rough it, right it, now. It needs to be. It needs to be put back in the barrel mm-hmm. and told to sit in the corner for four years, and then it can come out and have, and, and I'll drink it. 
But not until it thinks about what it's done. That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> now, after after the initial um, attack, the finish isn't all bad. No, no, it's not. That is quite the attack. Yeah, it, it really is... Um, it, 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 there's there's nothing, you know. There have been some where either it, it's really rough and there's no nothing you drink in a in it is says it'll be better in time, and there's some where you're like, well, it's not rough. It just sucks. This is this is not. There's no quality to it that I can't stand, but none of them are quite there yet. Yeah, and I mean to be fair. This doesn't do anything well enough to to redeem the redeem it. Yeah. Uh, now on subsequent drinks, it doesn't punch as hard, but there's still not there's still not a lot of magic to it. There, there there's a touch of pledge. There's a yeah. There's a, a heavy heavy peating as you said. Uh, there's a good solid oak smack um, that I'm getting. Towards the middle of the finish. See, I, I apparently am missing the peatiness. I'm, I'm getting some of the tannic notes, but I'm not getting much peat. And then, well, the same. At the end, I'm I'm more. Uh, the very end of the finish is nice. I know that that's like, well, the last twelve seconds of that four minute experience were quite good. Um, but yeah, I'm curious to see if being wet makes it better or worse. Actually, I would say it's more smoky than peaty. But there's yeah, a little there is there is some some peat in there that I got, and I think it just hit me right at the first first bite. But yeah, that's <clears throat> it. Still has some nose wet, but it's faded. It's more flowery now. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm disappointed since I love the the rare old or the eighteen so much that this was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's uh, the chieftains spice was and really good. Crap. Spice and smoke now. Or no, sorry, Mortlock Imperial. Where's the chieftain? Dear God, I'm going to have to go back and look. Yeah, it's been long enough that. Yeah, the nose the nose is is just sort of a little light when it's wet. All right, I just get a lot of. Yeah, I'm getting a full on Brock, uh, Brock's butterscotch disc. Huh. That could be the caramel color. I've lost one nostril just now, so I'm only getting half my scent, but. Yeah, it's all spice wet. and smoke to me. Wet, it actually takes out a lot of the punch. Mm. And, yeah, I'm getting more smoke. Um, still some oakiness. Um, it, it's it's not multi, multi-note, really. No, I'll, I'll say but, it, it, it's an oaky version of the butterscotch desk. I, I, I get what Nate's getting. Yeah, and, you know, with with the addition of some water, it's not quite the throat punch I'm drinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, again, it's, I'm with it's, you. That it's still a little cleaning solvent. The, the it, sad part is it's 12. Yeah. If, yeah. This, were, if this were an 8, I'd be like, were okay, six. well, yes. But I mean, they rarely do you ever see anything below eight come out officially from Scotland, unless it's unless it's Kilcomon. Uh, Kilcomon. But if it came out as a, ooh, there's definitely some smoke on the very end of the finish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If if this were a, an eight, I'd be like, oh yeah, okay, give it another four years. Why are you selling this as an eight, not a twelve? This but it's a twelve. A it needs to be a sixteen plus. That's a pity. The Beast of Dufftown. <laughs> That's what they called me in high school. <laughs> Utilizing a 
fiendishly complex distillation process unlike any other. And they draw it on the fucking side here. <laughs> three wash stills and three spirit stills, each unique in shape and size. Distill, cut, and distill again precisely 2.81 times to create the distinctive, rich, and bold character of Mordlock. The way. And depicted as a whole bunch of stupid stills. The Wee Witchy Since 1896 Morlock whiskeys have been uniquely 2.81 times distilled Our spirits crisscrosses between six copper stills of differing silhouettes 0.81 more times than is scotch standard It is an exact science Graced with a touch of magic from the wee witchy, the smallest of our stills. Since it was first forged more than 120 years ago, we have fastidiously ensured every dent and detail remains unchanged because it is within this copper chamber that the specific richness which has earned Mortlock the reputation as the Beast of Dufftone is created. We dedicate this 12-year-old single malt scotch whiskey to the still that still that bears the beast. It has been matured in both European and American oak casks to enhance the distinctively rich and robust character that makes Mortlock whiskeys legendary. You know, I, I have to suggest... I'm not done. Ooh. For fuck's sake. <clears throat> the tasting notes. It's got a diagram. I, I'm not going to describe it. Cask. Ex-sherry and ex-bourbon casks. Taste. Rich. Fruity and vibrant. With hints of umami, light spice, dark chocolate and cherries, leading to a smooth yet dry finish. Serve, add water or ice to reveal the true Mortlock character. The Beast of Dufton. What do we add? An ode to the still that bears the Beast of Dufton. 43? Uh... Yep, 43.4. You know, I'm sure they have an explanation, but I have trouble with a... It is 0.812 times more distilled, because... It's distilled 2.81 times. Right. 0.81 greater than the Scottish... But I'm, like, picturing it coming through the third time, and they're like... Stop it! Stop it! Don't let it hit three! Like, really? Seriously, people? That's, um... <clears throat> oh, it's got serving facts. How many servings does it say in one bottle? Um, 17. What does it say? It depends on your nationality. <laughs> what 1.5 fluid ounces. Okay, so generous pork. <laughs> um, yeah... It, uh, what's the color on that? A little, a little dark. Yeah. I mean, at 2.81 times distilled, uh, you're, you're going to be looking at some caramel color thrown in. Yeah. Uh, interesting, so. slight flat bottle. Yeah. It's a pretty sweet looking bottle. Well, it's a standard Mortlock shape. Oh, it's a fucking Diageo. Of course it is. They well, just order the same bottle for everyone. No, 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 no. Diageo is very different across their expressions, but they're one of the largest exporters mm-hmm. of Scotland. It's interesting because the Mortlock I have is not that shape, mm-hmm. but it's also old. Yeah, I'm gonna say the the, the the rare old that I have is roughly that shape. Huh. Disappointing. Not horrible, but. As you said, it could be so much more. 
give it a few more years, and it would probably be really nice. Um, because we've had the, the the higher age stuff, this it's showing its age to us. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm trying to trying to assess it on its own merits and not giving it a worse mark because I know what can uh-huh. you can get it, but um, there's nothing horrible. I mean, the, the initial throat kick was a little aggressive, but there's nothing as you drink more of it that you're like, oh, this is terrible, I can't stand it, it's turpentine or whatever, but there's nothing that you drink, nothing with that when you drink it that you go, that was really, and, and you know, whether it's the, the, the finish or the nose or the something, there's nothing remarkable about it. Yep, it's um, unremarkable. That's exactly what my comment was going to be. And and I have to I have to mark it down for that. I mean, yeah. I'm not drinking scotch for men. <clears throat> I ain't drinking it to get drunk. Yeah, I, I can do that a lot cheaper. That's right. And three Four while we roses. <laughs> and while we rank a three as the middle, I don't consider I don't consider that meh. No, I consider it an average scotch. Mm-hmm. This is a sub-average scotch, and I'm I'm afraid I'm going to have to go down to two five. It's it's kind of a harsh, tough but fair, but but it is what it is. <clears throat> I I mean, you said everything I was going to say, so I'm just going to copy your score. Yeah. Really want to call him? I I, I, mean, I want to call Morlock like, and go, guys, you could have. Why didn't you? You could have been a contender. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even two years in this could could have been could have been a, a very pleasant scotch. It's it was just it was so close mm-hmm. to something. It, it makes just, it, it makes you wonder if they mixed in some older Mortlock, would you have reco- would that have made it, or is it just need? No, mm-hmm. you gotta you gotta let the whole thing age. You know, I'm sure that they did mix in some old, older Mortlock. I think the fact that, that there's some 8 in there is really what's bringing it down. Well, 12. no, there couldn't. Or 12. It's, it's a 12, so... I'm sorry, 12. Okay. So, I mean, I'm, I'm sure that, that the 12 is what's bringing yeah. it down. Oh, yeah, but I'm just wondering, is it, is it that they didn't mat, um, mix the right percentages, or it just can't go this particular kind of scotch. I just don't think it can go. That you just level. can't go twelve. You got to go 16, 14, 16, 18. You know, it's kind of my my same opinion about the uh, the Lagavulin. Is you know, I've had all the different exp- many of the different expressions of the Lagavulin, and just none of them hold up to the sixteen, which is what they sold almost exclusively for the longest time. When they came out with the distiller's edition, it was a 15. That was not old enough. And then they did the 8, and you know they've got a few more now, like mm-hmm. 10, a 10 or a 12 the now. 12. The 12 is a cast strength, but actually it's... it's, it's I like the 12, but we'll, we'll do it on the show soon. So, you know, and just 16 is the right year, and sometimes that's just how it's fucking got to be. So, tedious. Yeah. I am trying to figure out whether or not I like this more or less than the Tamdu. And I think because I know Mortlock can be better, I'm having the hard time with that debate. Um, I mean, I... I at least said the Tamdu had some interesting profile notes. It had it had the tobacco notes. It had, it had some interesting character to it, where this isn't as interesting, so I think I'm going to have to go with the 265. I mean, when you put them next to each other, I don't want to drink either of them particularly, and I couldn't tell you whether I'd want the Tamdu, which in some ways I liked less, but it had more things about it mm-hmm. that were interesting, or the Mortlock, if that I had nothing terribly interesting to say, but it had less negatives Parent, if I put both bottles in front of you and told you that you had to finish one of them before you left, which one would you pick? I'd, I'd probably end up drinking the Mortlock only because it is less offensive. But I ranked it lower as a score because it's got nothing to say. Well, I'm, I'm just, just saying that I got, I got, I got 
nine tenths of a point on 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 it. So I clearly we know which one I pick. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And I, I don't blame you for it. <laughs> you know, even though I ranked the Tamdu higher, I'm I drink the Mortlock, but that's only because I could get through an entire bottle with less. Like vomiting, high wrenching, highs and lows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, sometimes it's just inoffensive is not that bad. No, so, you know, as far as I'm concerned with the Morlock, um, you know, I, I started off with a number in my head, you know, and, and I and I would uh, I'd initially give it a solid three. However, um, I would think I would say. Um, just because um, if you don't do anything, if you don't treat it, you know, with you know, with water or ice or anything like that, and you just drink and drink it straight, you would think me a liar, it, 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 you know, to say that uh, that it was a three. Um, so I do have, I'd have to uh, mark it down just a little bit, um, with the caveat that if you really truly want to enjoy. Uh, this scotch, it, it seems to me that you would have to do you know, do something with it first, like uh, with, with uh, water or ice. So I'm going to give it a 2.8. I will say that they both have good distillery names, but Mortlock wins that battle too. Yeah. yeah. Because Mortlock. Mm-hmm. Come on. Let's. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Nick, you'd said uh, Nate. I'm sorry. That's right. I get it all the time. At least I remembered as I said it. The letter. Uh, I remembered the letter this time. <laughs> so, um, you you said you had worked in in restauranting for 20 years. Very close to 20 years. Yes. Do you still work in the restauranting, or have you moved on? Um, I actually just started back into it after about five or six years away from it. Um, just because of the transitory nature of my uh, uh, of my my former marriage, I found it a little difficult to land the sorts of jobs I was used to having. Because you know, once they find out that um, you're a military spouse, uh, they know they're going to have to look for somebody again in you know three or four years, and they didn't and, and mm-hmm. the turnover being what it is. Um, but uh, now that uh, you know things have changed a bit, and I, I find myself here. Uh, in the area for uh, you know, you know uh, for the interim, I you know decided to get back to it. Um, so um, I actually uh, you know work you know work in the Twin Cities area. I work at Blaine. Um, uh, I work for you know a company uh, that um, they're they're kind of touchy about uh, you know uh, uh, letting their name out. It's kind of a kind of a guarded. Uh, thing so we I won't let it fly here. CIA? No, no, no. Only, uh, uh, you know, only because uh, you know uh, my uh, my. Executive. Don't worry about it. Yeah, you don't have to say. It. Yeah, no, 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 we're cool. Yeah, I just, fine. I just like. Yeah, yeah, I can't name a single company that I work for other than the actual company that I work for. Yeah, so. yeah. I just enjoyed um, the. They're sensitive about their name. Either yeah. it's the CIA or their name is like really you know Smelly Farts Inc. No, really, uh, really sensitive. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. No, I'm yeah. just giving you a yeah, yeah, sure, sure. No, but uh, they uh, they own a private club in Blaine, uh, you know that uh, that I help run. Cool. And uh, so um, yeah, I've only, I've been with them for about a month. Oh. And uh, yeah, so it's been, it's really really new, and it's, just, it's really showing me just how rusty I am after <laughs> after being out of the game for six years. Well, I imagine that there's a uh, in the kitchen a whole lot of skills that you know you still remember the skill. Oh yeah, but but the edge is it's not as sharp as. Right. Oh, believe me, it really. If anything, the only uh, the only thing that anybody said to me in the month that I've been there is that is that apparently you can't hack Friday nights. It's <laughs> like uh, because that, that's our busiest night. You know, oh, sure. You know, Monday, Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday, or Sunday. It's uh, you know the, our uh, our uh, our clientele is pretty steady, but the, the uh, Fridays are when all hell breaks loose. And um, you know, being away from it for as long as I have mm-hmm. been, you know, apparently that's something that's going to have to come back slowly but surely. Uh, <clears throat> 
Well, you haven't chopped your fingers off, so that that part hasn't uh, abandoned you. Yeah, uh, not this time, but uh, it, 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 but and, you know, I have had I have done you know a, a few numbers on myself over the years. I, I imagine I will not regale you with any of those tales <laughs> because I'm sure these fine gentlemen would want you to keep listening. I I imagine that you can't. Yeah, <laughs> we there's people who I believe are being punished by listening, but they're not listeners. Um, I can't imagine working in kitchens for any length of time without ending up with more than your fair share of slices, dices, and burns. Uh, that, no, that's part of the... the bur- burns, yes. You know, dices, yeah. I've really only sliced myself the one time, but it was a doozy. <laughs> um, you know, I, I, I'll give you the TLDR version of it. Uh, uh, you know, I, w- I worked in a, in a kitchen that... Uh, had uh, uh, a, a large enough walk-in cooler where um, they actually had a prep table inside, so the, you know the meats and the proteins didn't need to get room temp. You could still you know work it, and you wouldn't have any uh, issues with uh, uh, you know spoilage. And um, uh, being a scratch kitchen, we ground our own burgers at night. And what we would do is we'd get out you know a huge uh, steamship rounds of beef and with a hand slicer, you know, you know I, I know it's Radio Land, but you know, about yay long, um, uh, you know, and slice these rounds in the strips to be fed through the grinder. So I, I was in the you know, in there one night, um, uh, slicing away. Oh, excuse me, uh, slicing away, just doing my thing. I had a, uh, uh, I, I had one of the other people in the kitchen open up the door, asked me a question. I looked over, started talking to him. And the, and the next thing I know, I actually carved the top of my hand off like a piece of buffet roast beef. It just kind of looked like that and went in one solid piece on the table. Oh, and that, that's not positive. And it was opening weekend for the restaurant, so... So the uh, so, so we I, served it. So I asked, <laughs> so I asked the chef, you know, if I could kindly go to the ER, and he said, no, it's opening weekend. We're busy as hell. So he wraps my hand in you know several rolls of gauze, and and I just keep going. And um, uh, the thing to this story was that um, it wasn't nonstick gauze. Ah, so. The next morning, when uh, you know, because I, I was still in college and I was still living at home, um, my uh, my mom went to help me change the dressing. Um, oh. She took me to the ER because it all came off. It, it, when she took mm-hmm. it all off, everything mm-hmm. came off and everything just started anew. So I need a drink. Uh, <laughs> well, you have one in front of you. It so, is. And, uh, and so this little nub right here on my middle finger, that little white part, is the only thing that I have left to remind me of the worst thing I've done to myself. Well, you know, if you're going to have something to remind yourself of the worst thing you've ever done, yeah. then it could be, could be it a could lot be, worse. It could be worse. And, you know, and, and as, the, uh, um, as the comedian Gallagher is, you know, is known to say, if you're going to do something, oh, oh, do it with style. Yeah. All right, what are we drinking here? The Glenmore Peated. Ooh, it is very, very pale. Yeah, yeah it's, it's very, very pale. pale, very pale straw. And we can smell the peat from here. Oh yes, yep. it looks like flat Michelob Ultra, but yep. it won't taste like it. <laughs> if Mick Ultra tasted like this, I would. Fucking never you beat, stop you beat drinking. Flat on your back in a bar all the time. I'd like four bottles of <laughs> it. Reminds me of another story, but maybe maybe in a bit. So the nose is kind of one note. Yeah, it's a that cl- note is peat. It's a wonderful note. Um, a little bit maybe of, a little yeah. alcohol. Well, a little alcohol. I was going to say I'm getting a faint um, floral, very yeah, maybe a honey. I'm going to say vanilla. 
Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm it's faint enough that I'm I'm grasping. Yeah. Yeah, I'm 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 going with vanilla. I said it, and it, it just <laughs> rings true to me at my nose now. Yeah, I'm gonna hang. It's gonna it, it hang just a hair to the side of vanilla over honey for me. But I'm also getting something else, and I can't quite put my finger on it. Pete. <laughs> mm. Oh yes. That, mm. that silence is peat savoring. Oh. This is heavily peated. Yeah. This I mean is, this is not this is not <clears throat> mildly peated or no. hey, we'll wave a little peat over the top. Oh. This is like this is this is this is not the LaCroix of peat. This is no. <laughs> this is Hey, can we jam more peat in there? I don't know. Uh, well, we'll try. Oh, but the beauty of that is that just like on the body, it's not there. It's not until the finish, and then it just exploded in my mouth. Like mm-hmm. I was holding it in my mouth. Yeah, <clears throat> the finish is one note. Such oh, it's it's a fabulous note. I'm just I'm not. It's not a complex finish. You know, I, I have to say, out of the uh, out of the scotches that uh, that we've had thus far, even though this is a, um, a you know a very heavily you know a peated scotch, I dare say it's also the smoothest. Yeah, one. Mm-hmm. it's a very smooth scotch. Uh, I am I again. I will not I will not take umbrage or disagreement with anyone who says it's more vanilla, but uh, I am getting some honey in the body. Uh, when I was holding it, yeah, sure. There's a little, a little sweet. Um, yeah, there's there's some sweet vanilla, honey, something there. that realm. Not not but overwhelming, but it's just a hey. I'm I'm a little. It's a good contrast to the yeah, to the finish. Yeah, and I, to me, it feels like it that gives it the, the peat that punch. That yeah, extra punch when you yeah. It, well, and honestly, if it didn't have something else. Much as I love Pete, it would be a little like, well, we've stuck Pete in the nose, we've stuck Pete in the body, we've stuck Pete in the finish. Is there anything else? No, Pete. That that wouldn't be horrible, but it wouldn't it be would as good. It would have to be really well done. Yeah, be, and that's and that's the thing. This does it what it does very well, and it knows that it needed that extra that extra note mm-hmm. and. Really, the notes contrast and complement each other very well. Mm-hmm. So, you're all obviously, you know, a lot more well versed than this than I am. Bullshit. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, we just drank a lot. Um, no, uh, you know, I've had you know, you know, a few examples of scotch over the years. I think the first one I ever had was uh, my uh, my brother, the 21st birthday present, got me a bottle of 14 year old Oban. Mm-hmm. Um, the Diageo Classic, um, uh, and it was a bit off-putting uh, because of what I felt was the overly peaty taste, you know, you know, you know, note to it. Now, would you consider the uh, the peat note in this to be a better example of what a pure peat? Taste would I mean, I have my opinions about Oban, and they are not pleasant. Okay. Um, uh, my opinion on Oban is that it it tries to do everything and does none of them well. Mm. Uh, and it's been six or seven years since I've had any Oban, but I have definitely uh, gotten into a discussion with uh, Cargill, whose favorite scotch Oban 14 is, mm-hmm. and... Uh, uh, after the day afterwards, he yelled at me for ruining his favorite scotch because he, of course, bought a bottle at Con and then, or uh, brought a. Well, he he went to the liquor store and got another bottle, and uh, then had it, and then thought about everything I said and realized that I was right. See, <laughs> I'm never going to have that problem. 
we never listen to anything you say. Exactly. Cargill's first mistake was listening. <laughs> I mean, he, smile, decided, he decided that it was so much better than the end. But no, um, I, I did definitely kill his enjoyment of it. For I've I'm more of a fan of Oban. Um, I've had I it like more. Their Distillers Edition. It's uh, it's been more recent than you, but it's still been long enough that I'm having trouble remembering it well to compare. Um, it's a different. Oh, don't pull that. That actually makes him. I've yeah. never, I've never thought of Oban as. I know it's peated. Yeah, it's but got a, because it's, it's got a peated. lot of other things happening. I don't consider it a particularly good exemplar of peating. Whether you like it or don't like it, it's, it's not a to, just to a peated scotch. Okay, yeah, because this this seems like very pure and clean. Yeah, yeah. And, and again, like Oban, they throw a little bit of peat, a little bit of fruit, a little bit of spice. They throw just a little bit smoke and smoke in kitchen sink. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's a little bit of every flavor, and to me, it just all gets muddled in there. And yeah, if I try, I can pick out the individual notes and go, oh yeah, there's some of this and there's some of that and there's some of this and there's some of that, and it's, but it's not a fun discovery because there's not enough of any of those flavors to done well that. I to me it just doesn't it tries to be all, all things to all people and and, and, and doesn't and doesn't success isn't successful at all at all. Um interestingly enough, and I don't know if it's because I just mentioned it or was thinking about it, I'm getting more uh, I I did a little water and I'm getting some salt in the nose. Maybe yeah. that's why I'm getting which is what reminds me of Obit because they're definitely uh, there's a salt note in Oban. This is just because it's right on the yeah the yeah, coast. Yeah. It's like peat and salt. Yeah, and that came out more in the in the in the wet. Yeah, and I, I and I, I I've also noticed that at least you know to to my palate that it's gotten even smoother with the addition of I, I think I put uh, six or seven drops of water in there. Oh, and the peat goes away and it just becomes salt. Um, well, if he didn't go away, it just lessened considerably. Yeah. Uh, it is definitely very smooth. I had much less water than you did, but it is still yeah. very smooth. Uh, the oaky, the tannins come out more heavily. Yeah, um, yeah If I, I, this is definitely one where the, the wet is not a waste, but it's definitely not my favorite. I would say comparing it to other things, the closest thing that this would, would come to would be the the, um, the Colila 14, but that had a little bit more smoke to it. Mm-hmm. This this kind of is the Colila without the smoke. Yeah. Just focusing on the peat, a little bit of that crispness. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I would say this is this is uh, hands down and far and away the best Glen Murray I've ever had. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is really nice. Yeah, uh, don't. I'm, I will be interested in knowing what it runs. Yep. Not before the scoring, but well, I mean, it, it's Glen Murray, so right? That in and of itself gives you the range. Well, if that's if that's more or less. indicative, I'm. Mm-hmm. That is very drinkable. Yeah. <clears throat> Go, Grandmaster Parent. Glen Murray. Speyside Single Malt Scotch Whiskey, Elgin Classic, Peated Classic, is a unique whiskey which offers a twist on the traditional Glenmorae flavor and character. Subtle flavors of vanilla and oak merge with rich peat smoke to provide a very different and intense Glenmorae taste sensation. Peated Single Malt. Oh. But wait, there's more. The sweet vanilla flavors combine with layers, layers of peat smoke to deliver a whiskey which is satisfying and long in finish. Glenmorey Master Distiller. Scrawl. I don't know what his name is. It looks like a scrawl. Um, Must be a doctor. Color. Hidden beneath the subtle light, golden color is a rich seam of smoke. I've never thought of that as color, but okay. Nose. Layers of peat with backgrounds of vanilla, tangy rhubarb, and hints of leather. Oh. Taste. Instant peat smoke. Lightly spiced with creamed vanilla. Finish. Long, sweet, and spicy. Yeah. Most accurate notes of the night. Um, 
I'm not sure tangy rhubarb sang that no. for me. I mean, I'm not sure that anything in the nose <laughs> that sang did not, That did not even enter into <laughs> anything. The mm-hmm. hints of leather, if I drank it again, sure. I might be like, no, um, I'll, I'll see wet, that. Wet, yeah. I certainly could go, okay, yeah, I, I'll grant you the leather hint. Yeah, <laughs> sure. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a smoky, peaty, yeah. you say leather, and I'll be like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, whatever. And, and, like. as, as for the rhubarb, I'll, I'll say it's been long enough since I was around fresh rhubarb that I could not say with a certainty, but uh, well, this I did not. At 40%, it's designed to not be. Yeah, I wasn't like either, so. <laughs> like, hmm, that's some tangy rhubarb. Right, like. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard this thing from my mind. So, this is the Glenmoray Elgin Classic. Well, the Elgin Classic is their line of shenanigan stuff that's not just the basic mm. aged. Okay. So the port, the, the port finish thing we've had, and the and the sherry cast thing that I think we've had. Because this is uh, very drinkable. Nate, yeah. do you want to start us off on scoring? Sure. Um, far and away, um, you know, uh, of the uh, uh, now before I say uh, before I you know start into this, um, are, are you uh, is this call going to be like one episode or is this a whole separate? Episode? No, no, this is a whole separate episode for okay. the other one. So. so I've been here for two uh, for two shows, and I've had you know kept in the, the basement for two weeks. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, and, and I've had uh, you know, and I've sampled four scotches. Um, of the four scotches that I've had. I have to say that this is far and away the best one that I've had. Um, I, I, I've enjoyed uh, the, uh, the drink both neat and uh, with with the addition of water, and I can't necessarily find too much fault with it. I mean, it's it's far from perfect, uh, just because I don't know what perfect is. I'm not, <laughs> and I don't think any of any of us does. Um, but I am going to give this one. Um, a four point two. So I am waffling on this. So, in, in to me, if I go four or above, that's a I want to run out and get this. I mean, that's, that's my that's my baseline for it. You don't have to have that baseline, sure, but that's just right. that's, but that's, that's personally where but I. But that's also that. how I feel. I mean, if I had the if I had the spare change right now, I probably I. I I add this to my uh, collection and you know, drink it on the you know, on the rare rough Friday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I am definitely going four because I would love to have this at home. This is a this is something I could easily sit down and drink. I'm just torn about is it a four because it's really good, but I will say it's also not really unique. I'm not saying, I mean, doesn't take it below a four, but th- there isn't something about it that I'm like, if somebody, honestly, at this point, I'd still be like, oh, you want an incredibly peaty, good drink? Langevillain. That's still the standard for me. Um, I mean, no arguments here. Four, one. Four point one. It's, it's, it's something I'm happily going to go drink. You know, it's it is very one note, but it man, it does that note well. Yeah, and you know, sometimes I don't care about the ingredients. I don't need to know all of the history of the farm to table, you know, aspect of of the food. You know, you put down a nice piece of steak in front of me. You know, rare, rare medium <laughs> rare. Yep. Like I don't, I don't need any extra trappings. It's a, it's still a beautiful piece of steak, and I think this is still just a beautiful scotch. Um, it's not. There's not a lot to it, but there doesn't need to be. Mm-hmm. I'm, it's a, it's a straight four for me. But um, I think that that is definitely the best of the month. And mm-hmm. honestly, I was expecting that. That's why I saved it for last. <laughs> Which is really bad when the Glen Murray is the one I expected to be the best. <laughs> Although it was really the best. I mean, oh, it, 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 we would have had an unusual month if we'd had two that are fours. 
Yeah, it, it, I think it's happened, but it's, uh, it's yeah, made, but it's it's, uh, it's, it's happened yeah. once if it's happened. Um, I dug on this, um, and and like the other two gentlemen at the table, the four is kind of that boundary of I must keep this in my collection. While it's good, it's still a Glen Murray, and I can't give it a four. <laughs> <laughs> but. It's right up there. I'm I'm gonna give it a three eight five. Now you have to school me a little bit, Sadius. Um, when you say, "But it's still a Glen Moray." <laughs> um, he's telling them how much it cost. Forty dollars. Okay, that's a very expensive Glen Moray. Yes, it is. Um, I see. I I have several Glen Morays in my collection that I have picked up over the years. It might have been 42 to 45. I'm under oh, 50. 45? Oh, give me Man, under yes. 50. Under 50. Because they came in a gift pack that was cheap enough that I could justify just pouring the scotch into the strain if I wanted to because it was so cheap with the glasses that the glasses were worth it without the scotch. Fair enough. Yeah. I, and that's a Glen Murray. I suppose, so it, you know, as, as long as it doesn't come in a plastic traveler jug. Oh, uh, man. They all, I mean, they almost do. Like, it, I mean, you know, it's not quite, but, and, but you know, when I'm, when I'm getting a, a fifth of scotch and two glasses for $18. Okay. You know, it's, it's Christmas, but, you know, it's still, it's, it's a twenty dollar bottle usually. Oh, so, oh, glug glug glug. Right, you know. So then when they when they make it twenty bucks to throw and they throw in two glasses, I'm like, cool. I get two glasses and a scotch for free. Ten dollars, <laughs> ten dollars for for a, a tumbler is a very reasonable price. Uh, so <laughs> they throw this. They throw this bottle. They this, 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 this bottle of mediocre scotch that I'll do something with someday. Well. You can sometimes think of it as, and they've thrown in this bottle that I could make like a candle holder out of, <laughs> and it comes with something in it. Yeah. <laughs> so with its own fuel, ten dollar bottle or ten dollar tumblers, a free candle bottle, and there's a liquid in it that you have to do something with. Yeah. No, no it's it's Glen Ray has a very specific flavor profile, and and the peat kind of drowned it out in this to the point where it was not the detriment that it often is. Um, but it, it's 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 no Belvin. No, well, <laughs> fuck you. Um, but it, 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 it's a pretty plain scotch, and it's it's you know it's worth the twenty dollars, but it's only worth the twenty dollars to get the regular bottle. Although I will say that this one, I am not going to blink about dropping no. forty. No, this this the forty isn't bad, but but since the Colila when when we first got it was forty five or fifty, I would rather have that for the same price point. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, and, and I, I want to say the Colila was the first thing I gave before, but it, it is, it is the first thing I gave before. Amazing. <laughs> Sometimes you'll get a 40, 40 something dollar bottle and it's awesome. And sometimes it'll be a 200 plus dollar bottle and you're like, Wow, that's not good. There were several behind him that we we, we, we were discussing this before the before the podcast started. Uh, the was, collection of Highland Parks that I have yes. sitting as as displays. I, I have to say, if you didn't discuss the Jameson uh, grab and go, I appreciate your preparedness for the zombie apocalypse. Yep. If they're coming, you can just grab three bottles of small bottles of Jameson. I I might have put something else in the in the grab and go rack, but you know. It's still, it's thought. The Rock King with Jameson, so, you know. Well, after the first zombie apocalypse and you've drunk them, you can put something else in them. Right. Um, Mostly that I, I, I have, uh, I want to try the Caskmate Stout, and it was almost as cheap. It, 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 was, it was cheaper to get this than the full bottle of the Stout, and if I don't like the Stout, at least I've got regular Jamie and the Black Barrel, both of which I know I like. It's so. Jameson's version of the two $10 tumblers. Right. Um, Although that was forty, and the individual bottles were thirty-five, so I'm like, eh, yeah. Uh, it's, I mean, there and there's, for example, some good ones at Trader Joe's. Stunningly, mm-hmm. uh, there's, yeah. you, you know, it, I won't say you never know, but it's definitely, 
if I'm going to do a twenty dollars scotch, it's going to be the Drumgoish, but you know, it's much like anything. You know, things like this. You know, for one, they're extremely subjective. What's good to you is not will not be good to somebody else. That is always also very correct. But uh, but uh, you know, as with anything uh, that has you know such a subjective nature, it is a crapshoot. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then yeah, and sometimes we've gotten ones that are fairly expensive and been like, holy shit. This is amazing. I mean, and and I wouldn't hesitate to drop what it costs. Mm-hmm. I mean, I might not choose to drop that much, right? But I wouldn't. My hesitation is not because it's not worth it. One hundred twenty dollars is one hundred twenty dollars, but I bought two more bottles of Grooves because, damn, that was some good shit. Yeah, or the yeah, well, it's good well, that you did because they're not very easy to find right now. The uh, Al- the Alberfeldi twenty one. Well, okay, it was worth every penny that it cost me because my wife gave it to me. As a gift, but exactly. It, whatever she paid for it, and I know broadly speaking what it costs, mm-hmm. worth every dime. It's to me, it's fabulous. Yamazaki eighteen. It's yeah. worth the six hundred bucks, but man, six hundred bucks is still six hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's two car payments. That's yeah, as much as I like the Yamazaki eighteen, I I would not pay six hundred for it. Four, yes, six. Mm. If I ever find it in a um, like estate sale, ho ho ho. Well, if you find it in an estate sale, it's probably being run by an estate house, and they know and how they, much. And, it they know, and they know it's worth. Yeah. Yes, yeah. but it's also probably not going for what it is in the um, a liquor store <clears throat> because they don't expect to get people coming to buy liquor unless it's a full collection. But anyway, the point is, there are some scotches that you that are worth what they cost, whether you want to spend it or not, and there are some that are not. Yeah. It's you know it's the same um, you, know, you know the analogy that I would uh, uh, that I would personally use is uh, um, you know a, a lot of people would you know tend to think that um, going to the Capitol Grill for a forty-five day aged. Ribeyes, you know, would be a would be a thing of beauty, and they would poo-poo the uh, the the eighteen dollars special at you know the best steakhouse there on White Bear Avenue. I love the best steakhouse. I do too. I absolutely adore it. The one on Snelling is, or not Snelling, but a university, Marshall, yeah, Marshall University. Yeah, no, Marshall, not university. It's 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 Marshall. No, there's one on. I do as well. Uh, uh, so I know the one in Marshall. The, the way I've, I've always children. Dis- children. No, no, there's one in Frogtown. Okay, well then there's three. Yeah, there's a bunch of them. The way I've always there's described one, yeah, things like there. that. Um, everybody's right. And no one's wrong. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I love, I love the, going to the the Capitol Grill and getting the fillet. Uh, I, I truly do. It is. It's a, but it's a nice experience too. Like right. you're, you're not you're just paying getting, more for the ambiance. You're not just getting anyway. a steak. Right. Now, I mean, I also they bring the cow out. They introduce you to the cow. I have a yeah. I, I have a butcher five blocks from my house, and he does he does dry dry aged tenderloin. Hmm. So uh, I I buy that for eighteen dollars a pound. I get you know two eight ounce fillets. And, have a good night with my girlfriend without there you go. without having to, to go out. But sometimes it's nice to have that experience. Sure, too. and that's that's really where you're paying that premium. Is the although the, the first time I went to the Capitol Grill, they comped me my all my scotch because I asked for the three things on their fucking digital menu. As you know, it came on an iPad and handed me their their, their scotch list, mm-hmm. and I picked out. The three exact things that they were out of. Oh. <laughs> well done, sir. <laughs> now, at, a, at, a, at one shot, or did, were you like, I will take this? And they no. came back and said, we're out. And you said, okay, fine, I'll take that. And they came back and That's said, exactly. we're out. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, so the third time, the, the, the bartender came, came, came back with the, the, the maitre d' and said, and he's like, he's going to, you're going to tell him what you want, and he's going to tell you if we got it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. I'm done playing, sir. You, you have won. Yep. You have defeated our menu. You are seemingly doing this on purpose. <laughs> now, admittedly, the three scotches that I picked were ones that I hadn't had. Mm-hmm. So, 
Um, you know, it was still early on in our podcast, so there wasn't, you know, there weren't a ton of them that I that I that I'd had, but you know, the run of the mill stuff that everybody uh, that you see everywhere is was there, and I'm like, oh well, this is an interesting looking name, and I don't remember what it was, but you know, I, yeah, you know, I said for it. Um, you know, because they were sorted by region, and I was in a region, and I think it was in Ely or something like that, uh, Ely or a Highland or something. And, uh, you know, so I just picked the ones that sounded the most interesting and just, nope, nope, Dang. nope, Dang. nope. And they've never been on the menu after that either. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I have to say, and I mean, we've touched on this before, I really hate most scotch menus in restaurants. Oh, they're, they're the same four, if you're lucky, maybe five. Same, same four to ten. Yeah. Like, depend. I mean, it really depends on, like, on, on where you are. I mean, the... But when they brag about, we have a wonderful single malt scotch menu. And there's, like, and fucking six of them. And, and it's you're the same like, six that everybody yeah. else has. And they're oh, all you get the Glenlivet. Or the, the McAllen. It was like, oh, good. You know, ship is real. Oh, ship is real. Oh, you spoiled oh, me. Johnny Walker. Yeah. The Lefroy. Yeah. Yeah. And now, I like the Lefroy, and I like the, the Lagavulin. Yeah. But the problem is, they're, first of all, on every. Yeah, I agree. They're, well, well, I mean, but that's. So you but, start with. But the, they, because they are that ubiquitous, mm-hmm. that's. I mean, because they are, they are kind of the standards, that's why they're everywhere, is because right. everybody knows them. And yeah, like I mean, I don't, I don't give restaurants a lot of flack for for not no. having a, a large selection. They're they're there to serve the masses. They're not there yeah, to yeah, serve, yeah. serve my connoisseur's ass. If I want that, I go to the St. Paul Grill or Merlin's Rest or something like that. Right. No, I I totally agree with you. Where I do get kind of pissy. I mean, I don't get in the face of the server. It's not their fault. No. Um, but is is when the lo- the establishment talks up. Their, their menu, their, their and you look, and it's like the the six or the ten, and you're like, none of these are particularly unique, and certainly, you know, uh, they're all like twelve or fourteen, twelve to fifteen, except oh look, we've got two that are that are aged, and it's like the Glenlivet yeah. and the McAllen, and yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, because that's usually what it is: it's two Glenlivets, two McAllens, and yeah. That was actually one of the really great things about. And then they're all ridiculously priced. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. I'm I'm willing on a special occasion where I'm like I'm I'm feeling good. We're out. We're having a nice dinner. I'm gonna like let me see the Scotch menu. And if you have anything that is even a, like the slightest bit different, I will be getting that even if it's fifteen bucks for a single. And no, no yeah, there. But my 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 gauge for a Scotch menu is if I go out and the Lagavulin is more than fifteen dollars, I'm. I will not order a scotch yeah. there. And the now, problem is, is it's fifteen is the low end. I don't know how long ago you were in Honolulu, but uh, when I was when I was there just a couple months ago, okay, the the Japanese whiskey there was just amazing. It's, it's I was there from eleven to fifteen. Okay, so yeah, there's still probably a lot of Japanese whiskey because mm-hmm. holy cow, um, I went to the. Suntory restaurant. Oh. Where was that? Uh, Almona? Uh, no, it was in Waikiki. Okay. okay. Oh, oh, so they've opened the place. Been... Yeah, well, that actually... place is changing all the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the, the so we had a, I don't know, I had like a eight course meal there, and uh, I got to there. Their, their Japanese whiskeys were amazingly reasonably priced. They were also, it was also a tasting glass. So, you know, it was a small cannon, you got a half ounce pour, and, but, I, you know, I got to have a, a couple 21s for, you know, for 10 bucks a, a shot. Yeah. So, um, and then I happened to meet a guy who just happened to, like, they let him keep a bottle of Japanese vodka there, like they put his name on it. Sure, and, you know it's one of those guys. Um, Probably Yakuza. We'll talk about him off the air. Is he, is he, is he joking? Um, <laughs> and uh, uh, so, uh, and he, you know, I just asked him about his bottle, and he he offered me some, and then literally filled my glass up. 
Oh, God. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, he was a very generous man. Masao, you are fantastic. I know you're not listening, but you are, you are amazing. Uh, and then I got halfway done, and I joked that he was trying to get me drunk. His wife laughed, and then he filled my glass up again. <laughs> to which his wife and daughter both laughed. <laughs> so, um, uh, given that it is two weeks since our last podcast, does anybody have anything they'd like to flog? Well, there, there's still, you know, the whole fearless catalog of things. So go go to the fearless website, fearlesscomedyproductions.com. Um, check out what's going on there, uh, and then of course, you know, convergence will be in early July. So you know, that that's a thing that I will be doing, and I imagine Dave will be running around as well. I'll be there. I will be there. Assuming you don't get thrown work last minute that keeps you away. Oh no 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 no! I'm, I've I've got you got I've, that thing. Here. I'll even be working downtown at that point. So nice. While I will not be going to, you know, Convergence proper, I always do tend to make appearances, uh, you know, with uh, some of the uh, uh, people that belong to the uh, TC Singles Geeks group on Facebook. Um, even, you know, even though I, I'm not, you know, there dressed up, I usually do pop in uh, and, and, uh, and hang out with my friends there. So a fairly good chance I may run into you guys uh, you know, one of those days. So now that you've had two weeks to think about uh, the toast, what toast have you come up with for us? Gosh. I mean, surely in the last two weeks you've had... Well, the, the, pro- the problem with the basement is is, is the fumes and, and the mildew. and It does get to the brain. That's true. That's and, true. If you don't have one, we, we understand. You know, and, 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 and just because the jar of flesh-eating bacteria tipped over, I mean... Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what. I will uh, I will start off with something, and if you guys wish to add to any of it, please uh, please you know feel free and be my guest. But uh, um, here's to you guys, and thank you for having me. And may your steaks never be well done. Oh, cheers, cheers. <laughs> or covered in ketchup. 